My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah. Amen. And what is in me is greater than anyone and everyone and anything that is in this world. Praise God. I thank God today that we can give God the praise and give God the glory. Hallelujah. To have this advantage. And I'm going to use that word, praise God. A biblical word would be blessing. Amen. But this blessing that you and I have, it gives us the advantage, praise God. It gives us more power than all the power of the enemy. And I thank God today, praise God, that I can live this way today on the face of this earth, praise God. Amen. I don't have to wait for someone else to come. Jesus has already come, praise God. Jesus is here. Say that with me. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. I got to get my sword. Hallelujah. At home, I trust you have your Bibles. Amen. Welcome into the presence of God. The Bible says to praise him on the organs. And that's what we're doing today. Praise God on cymbals, clapping your hands with the dance, singing, shouting unto him. I thank God this puts us in a position, amen, ready to receive what God has for us today. Praise God. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise God. Amen. God is there. Praise God. Jesus Christ came to give. Amen. Not only did God, amen, who so loved this world, gave. Amen. But Jesus Christ came and he says, I've come to give. Praise God. So I thank God today. Praise God. Our Father, amen, gave. Jesus has come to give. Praise God. Amen. We're in a good position. We're in a good place. Not only to receive from God, but to receive from his son, Jesus Christ. And what they have come to give us is life. That if anyone believeth upon him, they should not perish. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I thank God today, not only to be a believer, praise God, but to be a receiver of what God has. Amen. The gift of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. It's, it's God's gift. God gave. It's a gift. John 3.16 says God gave. Romans chapter 6 in the last verse, it says, and the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise God. So that's why. Amen. I'm in good spirits today. That's why. Praise God. I have um, the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. That's why I'm happy. Praise God. Amen. Because of this word. Praise God. I did I did some digging in. Amen. I opened up the word of God, began to read, says, hey, that's a promise unto the children of God. Hallelujah. Amen. To be heirs, to inherit what, what the children of Abraham were promised. Praise God. Amen. Galatians chapter 3, somewhere around the middle of that chapter, you can see, praise God, what belongs to you. Amen. Now the devil will come and try to take it away. 
but the devil is a liar. He has been a, a liar since the beginning, and he is the father of lies. Praise God. So I thank God today. What makes the difference for you and I, praise God, is who is in us. Amen. Jesus Christ said, he said, I will come and I will make my abode with you. I will dwell. Praise God. And I thank God today. Know you not that you're the temple, amen, of the living God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So there's a bunch of reasons. I'm getting ready to pray. I'm getting ready to thank my God in heaven. I'm getting ready to give God the praise and the glory. And there's a long list of reasons why. You should have your hands up. You should be up off your seats unless you're driving. Praise God. Amen. Just, just to be thankful unto God. Praise God. Who he is and for what he has done. Praise God. Bless his holy name. I thank God that we've come together. My name is Lincoln. This is a live stream from the house of God here in Montreal. And I'd like to welcome every one of you into the presence of God. And we're here for a reason. And I'm going to read in Luke chapter 10, the last verse of that chapter. This is the words of Jesus Christ. Jesus says, but one thing is needful. How many things are needful? One. Can someone say one? One thing is needful. Amen. And Mary hath chosen that good part. Someone can say it's, it's, it's the good part. Praise God. It's a good thing. Amen. Which shall not. Here comes the promise. You make the right choice. Here comes the promise. Amen. And this is the difference between just religion and trying to do something, trying to get to God or trying to do whatever religion tells you to do. Amen. This is Jesus. Praise God. Teaching us. And Jesus says, now she has made the, the right choice. She has chosen the good part. Which shall not, here's the promise, which shall not be taken away from her. So I don't care if you need her in the kitchen or if you need her in the bathroom. It's not going to be taken away, praise God. So now if you're wondering, say, well, what is that good part? Amen. She made this decision. What did she choose? You back up three verses, 4140 to 39. And we're going to talk about um, the sister of Martha, and her name is Mary, because we're talking about Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words. What is the good thing? She heard. What choice did she make? She heard. What was the one thing is needful? What was that one needful thing? To hear someone say, hear. She sat at Jesus' feet. She sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his words. Praise God. And what she heard will not be taken away. I thank God today. I'm reading this from Luke chapter 10, the last four verses in that chapter. If you have a Bible, you can read what I just read. I'm not adding anything to the scriptures. I'm not turning this into some kind of a philosophy or some kind of a doctrine. Word for word, the Bible says she heard. Jesus, Jesus said she heard. The Bible says she heard. Jesus said that it was needful. Jesus says it was the good part. And then he made promise saying, you shall never, amen. She, she's not going to lose. Praise God. Amen. She's not going to be, her time spent will not be lost. So your time the next couple hours, amen. You heard me right. A couple hours. The next couple hours will not be time lost. Hallelujah. It will be a gain. Praise God. Amen. It will be to your benefit. It will be a blessing. Praise God. I got a lot to read. 
because God has a lot to say. Praise God. God has a lot to say. It means I've got a lot to hear. So in a couple of minutes, I'm going to pray for ears that will be open to hear, eyes that will be open to see, and your hearts that will be open to receive what God has for you and I today. Praise God. Amen. So sh share this link. Amen. I welcome all, the, all our visitors who are online. And for those who are um, in front of me or around me, praise God. I welcome you into the presence of God. Amen. A place, praise God, which is holy. A place which is required. Amen. I know people's mentality has changed with the restrictions and churches closing and buildings being closed and shut down and such. And then the doctrines start to change and start to, no, no, this is required. This is necessary where Jesus was. This, this woman needed to be found because at his feet. Then Jesus confirmed it by saying it was needful. Amen. In French, it uses the word necessary. Praise God. Pretty much the same, but just so that you can have a more, uh, an broadened vision. Amen. I need it. It's necessary. Praise God. When you put the two languages together, because I was at, amen, I was in French for a couple hours a few minutes ago. So when you put those two languages together, this is what you get. Praise God. It is needful. I need it. It's necessary. Praise God. Hallelujah. So get ready to hear. Amen. I'm going to pray in about 60 seconds, so share this link with your friends and family so that they too will be blessed. We're going to go to God. As I said, I've given you a few reasons already that you be found um, with a willing heart. Amen. Ready to go before God and to, and to just give him the praise and the glory and the honor for what he has done for you and I today. Someone say, he has done this for me. Praise God. He has done so much. Hallelujah for me. Praise God. Amen. I'm glad for you, but my personal witness today, amen, the way I am able to testify, the way I am able to uplift my God, the way I am able to glorify Him is what He has done for me. Praise God. Amen. He has done so much. Praise God. Amen. And I thank God today He gets all the glory. Praise God. I can't say anything about Mohammed because he did not do anything for me. He didn't die for me. He didn't, I, nothing. Amen. So no go for Buddha, for the Dalai Lama, for Mary Baker Eddy, for whoever else, Joseph Smith. Amen. Jesus, there is only one. Read it. Acts chapter 4, verses 10, 11, and 12, where Peter was able to stand and make it clear for you and I. There is only one man. There was only one. Praise God. He was abused and misused by you folks, but he, that didn't stop him. Praise God. You laid him in a grave and the devil thought he had him. Amen. But the battle was not over. It had just begun. Praise God. Amen. And I thank God today. Praise God. The stone was rolled in front of that doorway, but that couldn't stop him. That couldn't keep him where he lay. Praise God. Amen. There was power in him so much that Jesus Christ was able to declare that I am the resurrection. Praise God. Amen. I am the life. Praise God. Amen. And this is why, hallelujah, that there is only one name that I can confess today, and that is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. It's not anybody else who's walked before, who's walking now, or who will be walking around tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Praise God. When I think of his goodness and all that he has done for me, I thank the Lord. Praise God for saving me. Hallelujah. We're going to God. Amen. Who so loved this world. We're going to thank him for his son. We're going to thank Jesus Christ for coming amongst his own, even though his own 
on, receive them not, but I thank God today, praise God, I'm here to accept for as many as received him. To them, he gave power to become the sons and the daughters of God. And I thank God today, praise God, that that power lies within Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. What makes the difference? I'm not here in religion. I'm not here in some kind of a sector, some kind of a ceremony. I'm not here, amen, with the, you know, living under some kind of a, a pompous display of religiosity. I'm here because Jesus Christ came to give me life. Uh, praise God. And I thank God today, amen, the life that I have, amen. I'm not rolled over. I'm not a dead sacrifice on an altar somewhere. Praise God, amen. What's in me is living. What's in me is breathing. What's in me is flowing out of my belly. Praise God. And I thank God today. Praise God. The resources which I draw from as I draw from the wells of salvation, those resources are internal. They're omnipotent. And I thank God today. Praise God that my life, hallelujah, has that abundance that Jesus Christ came to promise. He came to promise you and I. He said, the life which I will give you, I will give it to you more abundantly. And I thank God today. Praise God that that abundance, hallelujah, is in me. And don't forget the promise. Amen. It shall never be taken away. Praise God. Hallelujah. It shall not. If you're just joining with me now. Amen. The promise is in the last verse of Luke chapter 10. Amen. Which shall not be taken away. Hallelujah. Praise God. Which shall not be taken away. Praise God. I know the devil comes. Jesus identified him. Jesus pointed him out. He said he's a thief. He's come to destroy. He's come to devour. He's come to rob. He's come to kill. But I thank God. Amen. Before he can touch me, he's got to get through the shield of faith. Praise God. Amen. Before he can get to me, before he can get to me, he's got to get through the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Before he can get to my loins, he's got to get through, praise God, amen, what, it, what I've been girt, praise God, amen, with the gospel of truth. Before he gets to my, amen, uh, he's, uh, my feet are shot in the preparation of the gospel of peace. So you're not going to be able to move me, devil. Amen. It doesn't matter how hard you try. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, praise God. Nothing that is said against me, amen, my word, amen, the word of God which is in me is powerful. This is what God said. And and I thank God today that he is faithful unto his word. Praise God. Amen. He is true and he is faithful. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. I don't care what people say. Amen. We heard COVID-19 for a year and all of a sudden that starts to quiet down. Oh, well, let's talk about a variant. And then that starts to die down. Let's talk about a variant plus. Well, I don't care if you're a variant plus or a variant minus. Jesus is still above. Jesus is still greater. That greater one is still in me. Praise God. Amen. I don't care if you had a plus or a double plus or I don't care if you square it. It makes no difference. Amen. Before all these things, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. And I thank God, amen, that that Word was spoken. That Word became flesh. And His name is Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Your hands ought to be up. Praise God. Amen. Wherever you're listening to me, unless you're driving, praise God. Put your hands up. I'm going to thank God, amen, for these, for these reasons, amen. I now barely scratched the surface for all that he has done for me. Someone say for me. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thank God today. So put yourself in a position to receive. Stand to your feet if you would. Look up from whence cometh your help unto the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. Praise God. So look up. Put holy hands up when you pray, the Bible says. And let's get ready to glorify. Hallelujah. To magnify. Amen. And to lift up. 
the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone say praise the Lord. Amen. I will bless the Lord, oh my soul. Amen. And all that is within me, not a little part, not a little portion. Amen. God gave all. God gave his best. Praise God. And in return, my hands are up. Praise God. And I look up from whence cometh my help. And I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Hallowed be thy name. Praise God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. And this is my prayer today, Lord, that the will, that your will, that the will of God be accomplished in the lives of my brothers and sisters today. In the name of Jesus. Everyone listening within the sound of my voice, they will recognize and realize that there is a plan. Not of man, not of woman, but there is a plan which is the plan of God. The will of God that must be established on the face of this earth. To say, to pray as Jesus once prayed, not my will, but thy will be done. Lord, I thank God for everyone that is doing just that. Their offerings are coming into the house of God. Their tithes are coming into the house of God. Their sacrifices, their living Amen. They're living their sacrifice. They are a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. Their testimonies, their testifyings as they sow the seed, as they give alms, as they fast and pray. When you fast and pray, when you give your alms, Lord, I thank God. Hallelujah. That this vision be in my brothers and sisters today. Praise God. Amen. We're not cursed, living under the curse of sin. Praise God. But we have been set free by the law of the Spirit of life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. It makes us free, and it keeps us free. Thank God for the truth. The truth ye shall know. Lord, and I thank God today. Praise God. In our hands, before our eyes, is truth, the way, the life. There is only one Spirit, one heart, one mind, one doctrine, one baptism. Praise God. One hope is Jesus Christ. And I pray hope into this world today. Praise God. That I can preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Which is a blessing. Praise God. We're not living under a cursing. We're living under a blessing. In Jesus' name. All kinds of things happening around us. Government getting ready to change hands or stay hands or elections, promises being made. It just doesn't work without God. Lord, I pray today. I pray for our leaders. They need help. They need God. But I pray for all those today who are willing to come to you. Praise God. And say, here I am, Lord. Hallelujah. My two hands are to the plow. I'm not looking back. I press toward the mark for the prize. Praise God. Lord, whatever you give me. Hallelujah. My sisters and my brothers, we will put it to work as profitable servants. We're not here to bury the light. 
hide it in a bushel, bury the talent. We're here to show forth, hallelujah, your wondrous works. Praise God. We're here to call those who are in darkness out of darkness over into your marvelous light. Praise God. Amen. To set at liberty the captives and set free those who are bound by sin, by the things of this world. And there is only one hope. His name is Jesus Christ, your son. There is only one way. His name is Jesus Christ, your son. There is only one truth, and that is Jesus Christ, your son, Father. There is only one life, praise God, and that is your son, Jesus Christ. One deliverer, praise God. One who has come back from the dead, Lord. We're not seeking the living amongst the dead. Lord, I thank God that Jesus Christ has come to make a difference. Praise God in my brothers and sisters, and in their lives. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank God for the message which we will receive today. I pray for ears to be open to hear, eyes that be open to see, and hearts that would be open to receive, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let it take place. Even this change be within us as you make us and create us, create us according to your way, your righteousness. Lord, I thank God for the Word of God. As we get ready to receive it, I thank God it will not be rejected. doesn't matter who's listening for the first time or for the 1,000th time. I pray that souls will be saved and added to the kingdom of God. Praise God. Your will, God, is even our sanctification, and it starts today right here from the house of God. I thank God for these four walls and the protection that we have. Praise God. I thank God for... Your son, Jesus Christ, is my Savior. He is my Lord, my healer, my deliverer. Praise God, my salvation. How should we neglect so great salvation, Lord? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power. It is your power, God. It's the power of God unto salvation. To the Jew first, to the Gentile. And for everyone listening today, for therein lieth the righteousness of God. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Lord, I thank God for the faith which cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Lord, as we grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, today. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is our faith. That makes the difference. For without faith, it is impossible to please you. But I thank God today that we're here pleasing in your sight. Our offerings, praise God, are acceptable, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Pleasing you, well-pleasing. Amen. A more excellent sacrifice, it's well-pleasing. Our tithes, our praises, our worshiping, praise God. That would be well-pleasing. Hallelujah. You don't need to turn to the stones or to the rocks. My brother is here and my sisters are here. Praise God. And I thank God as we come together, as Jesus says, where they be gathered in my name, there shall I be 
in their midst. And I thank God for this gathering that we have today. I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. Praise God. All the honor belongs to you from generation to generation. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Someone say amen. At home, if you agree with what was, what was just prayed, you say amen. Praise God. If you're in one accord, you say amen. If you have asked God, if you've presented him with your request, as the Bible says, your supplication, now it's time for the thanksgivings. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. I thank the Lord. I asked. Amen. The Bible says you ask, you receive. Thank you, Jesus. I look down at my hand saying, well, thank you, Jesus, by faith. Amen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, not yet seen, not yet received. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The prayer of the just, praise God, makes a difference. Amen. The Bible says, Jesus, he says, when you pray, he says, you come to your Father in heaven and say, my Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Praise God. Amen. Ask that your trespasses, amen, that your debts be forgiven, your trespasses be forgiven. Praise God. Amen. Ask for your daily bread. Today, Lord, give it to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want it today. I want to receive it today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. All the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. At home, amen. One more time. Just, just before you get ready to sit down, say, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's rejoice as you get ready to settle in. Make sure you have a Bible. Make sure you have the Word of God. Praise God because we're going to read. Amen. Our sister is going to play us into this next portion of the meeting. Praise God. And get yourself comfortable. Amen. Get ready to receive from God today. While you're at it, share the link. Praise God. And I thank God for His Spirit today. Amen. Praise God. When you read in Romans chapter 8 in the second verse, it talks about being made free. Praise God. Hath made us free. Praise God. You're looking at someone who has been made free. Praise God. If you read it carefully, Romans chapter 8 in the second verse, it says, For the law of the Spirit of life. Hallelujah. I'm going to repeat that first line. For the law of the Spirit of life has made me free, amen, hath, not will, amen, hath made me free from the law of sin and death, praise God. As I said, you're looking at somebody who has been made free, praise God. The truth ye shall know, praise God. We're going to read something along those lines different passage, but John wrote, the truth ye shall know. Jesus said, the truth ye shall know. Praise God. Someone say, no. Amen. What I know today. Praise God. If you've tuned in for some truth, praise God, stay right where you are. You don't have to go anywhere else. In my hands is a book of truth. 
Praise God. Amen. That old book, some people say, that, that old book, well, it even goes beyond being old. This is eternal. So I don't know how old you think it is. You'll never know anyways. Praise God. But when they accuse you of having an old book, say, wow, you think that book is old? It's more than old. It's eternal. Amen. It's been around for a while. It's been around since the beginning. Amen. Before there was books, was the word. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. Before there was a printing press, there was the word. Before there was a pen to write on paper, there was the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. Someone say, with God. Praise God. See, that's the problem. Today we have, you know, there's Bibles. We have the word. You can go to the store. Not as often, not as many as before, but you, you can go buy a Bible. But there's not people, amen, they're not with it. Amen. We have leaders that are pushing it away. We can't tolerate this book. Amen. Well, let's talk about the nostrils of God and see how much toleration he has for you too. Amen. Not much. It's mutual. It goes both ways. The carnal mind is enmity with God. It cannot please God, neither indeed can it be. Can't serve God, can't please God. Amen. You can read that a little. I'm quoting from Romans chapter 8 in the second verse, just a few verses down. You can read in that chapter, amen, what happens with the carnal mind. What's the carnal mind do? It pushes God and his word. It pushes them away. But I thank God, going back to that second verse, for the law of the spirit of life, amen, through Christ Jesus our Lord, amen, hath made me free from the law of sin and death. We've been looking at laws Amen. For the past two, three weeks, reading certain scriptures that are, and as I literally written in stone when it comes to the Old Testament and the laws of Moses, they were written on the tablets, written in stone. Amen. So literally, those are laws. You can't, they're not going to be changed. Amen. The law was changed. Praise God. Because now we're not under the law of sin and death. Been teaching for the past three, four weeks that sin is always followed by death. You sin, you die. That's scriptural. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. We read it last week. We read it the week before. This is the curse of sin number 10. So if you've missed 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 go back and listen to those. And they're a couple hours each. So make a lunch, make your sandwich, sit down and begin to listen to everything. Amen. And you realize that two, three sessions, you know, about six hours in, you say, I haven't eaten my sandwich yet. The lunch I packed, I'm not hungry because I'm getting food, which, hallelujah, it doesn't come from the Walmart or doesn't come from Sobeys or the superstore. I'm eating food which cometh from above, praise God. Amen. The devil showed, uh, excuse me, the disciples showed up with their takeout and they came to Jesus and Jesus says, you know what, guys, I'm not hungry. They said, well, who came around and fed him some food while we were gone? And Jesus says, you know what, I'm eating a food that you have not yet tasted. You have not, you don't know yet, praise God. And I thank God, amen, right here, praise God. So whether it be supper time or pastor supper, it's 530 here in Montreal. And wherever you are listening to this live stream, I welcome you, praise God, into the presence of God. And I want you to get your Bibles and get ready to read, get ready to receive what God has for us. So get your Bibles 
Amen. I want you to become engaged and involved with the Word of God. Praise God. Because anything else will lead you astray. And this is what we have been looking at as far as the curse. We looked at, we read where Eve was. She had received a message which was corrupted, which was perverted, which came from a liar. The Bible says that Jesus taught us that he has been a liar since the beginning. So, you know, you go back, you turn back the pages of time, and you begin to read. And, and we read this, I think it was three weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. So if this is 10, 9, 8, 7, you're looking at number 7, the curse of sin number 7. But somewhere around there, we looked at where the devil began to have these ideas. He began to build upon this concept I, my throne will rise above God's throne. Well, that's a lie. See, he convinced himself of a lie. Amen. You are a created being. You're created for a purpose, for a reason. Amen. So your, your throne, whatever you sat on, secondary or whatever, amen, it's not above. Amen. Another lie that he was telling himself, and of course a portion of the angels that followed him, was he says, I'm going to walk on Mount Zion. No, you're not. Another lie. But lying. So now he comes down. Now he's kicked out of heaven. And God didn't waste any time. Jesus said, I saw him. When he got the boot, he fell from heaven like lightning falls. Well, that's fast. If you blink, you miss the lightning zap, the lightning bolt. And that's how fast God got rid of a mess, of a bad situation. Amen. I've been preaching that sin will separate you from God. Sin will put a distance between you and God. Amen. Last week I mentioned, as you draw nigh to God, you flee youthful lust. You will be fleeing things, the, the old things which are passed away. Amen. Now, if you're heading in the other direction, well, you're getting further and further away from God, and you're getting closer to the things of this world to sin, and to darkness. There's a different dominion. There's a different master. There's a different servitude that takes place. Have you read Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 14 yet? I was speaking to one of my sisters last night. She doesn't have, an access, she doesn't have access to the internet. And I said, you don't need it. And so I said, I'll send you the sermons. The CDs don't exist, but on a USB clip, and anybody listening, you want these, these audio on a USB clip, they're available, and we'll, we'll, we'll get them to you. And so I said, what has been, which is what you've been preaching lately, I said, what has been required reading is Romans 6, verses 1 through 14. Amen. And I began to teach her, uh, not teach her, uh, I began to um, uh, diver, uh, divulge amen, what, what we have been, uh, you know, giving her recaps on, on, on our teachings that we have been receiving. And I, and I told her, so what is required reading? So I trust that you have read Amen. Uh, Romans chapter 6. The whole chapter is important, but verses 1 through 14, along with Deuteronomy and chapter 28 as well. We were looking at the curse of sin. Now, if you notice the subtitle today, this is the curse of sin 10. And the subtitle today, and we're going to get to where the subtitle comes from, no place, and I want you to say that with me, no place for the devil. Amen. No place. That's how we read it in the King James in my French version, the Louis Segon, 
when, we st- when I started preaching this about three hours ago, amen, it, we use the term no access, amen. You don't give them access is the way I presented it in the French language. In English, see, you give them no place, amen, because the devil wants to try to, you know, twist and his way in like he did to Eve. As soon as Eve began to listen to what he had to say, the devil gained access. And he was able to start building a stronghold in her heart and in her mind, convincing her, yeah, it is good to look at. Wait till you taste it. Wait till you touch. It's good to touch. It's good to the, amen. The devil in all his sensuality was appealing to her flesh. He was appealing to her eyes. Amen. In, in his seductiveness is another word, amen, that we use the deceivableness of sin in English. Again, going back to the French translation, it says it, sin is seductive. And the devil was there appealing to her eyes and appealing to her to her flesh and appealing to her, you know, her sense of touch. Even though God says don't touch, the devil came along with something that was opposite to what God had said. So Eve, amen, she comes home with a different message and she begins to repeat what she heard from the enemy. Amen. And even when God showed up in the cool of the evening and they're hiding from God saying, oh God, don't look, don't look, don't look. Amen. God says, who told you you were naked? Who have you been listening to? And this is what makes the difference today when you and I made to make a decision that we need to be tuned in, if you would. Amen. We need to be, you know, in... I'm trying to think of some different words. Attached. We need to be, you know, when the Bible talks about how the word is to be rooted, you know, a root, it goes down deep to be nourished. Amen. A tree with no roots just falls over and falls down. Amen. But the Bible says that you and I, we shall be like a tree planted. Praise God. And once you're planted, those roots, amen, start to dig down. The prophet, I believe it was Hosea, said the roots will grow downward, amen, and the fruit will grow upward. Praise God. So have this vision before you saying, my my roots are growing, amen. I don't have just one little root and I just, you know, a wind comes and I'm going to fall over. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not only do I stand on the rock and say, well, roots don't grow on rocks. Yeah, you don't know my God. My feet are on the rock. His name is Jesus Christ. The winds are going to howl and blow, but that foundation, and that foundation is, is the, the Bible teaches us that Jesus is the head of the corner, but that foundation is, that's my, the roots that the Bible is talking about. So stay spiritual. Amen. I know people, they, 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 they dissect, you know, they start to, you know, bring, sow seeds of doubts and and misunderstandings of the scripture, but when you're in the spirit, amen, I thank God today that we can have this understanding that where I am today, amen, Jesus said, I will build my church upon this rock, amen, what was declared by Peter, thou art the Christ, you are the anointed one, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, and Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against them, hallelujah, 
And I thank God that's where I am today. That's where I stand on upon a revelation which comes from above. Amen. Not, a, not something which has been spoken by whoever running around, you know, crawling on the face of this earth. Like, I don't care if you're a beast of the field and if you're the most subtle. On his law, I shall meditate day and night. Praise God. And what I have, I read the promise that Jesus gave us. Amen. That, what, that one thing which is needful, that one thing which I am receiving today, that one thing which I am working towards today, sitting at the feet of Jesus Christ, that one thing, it shall not be taken away from me. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that is the word. Receiving the word of God. Receiving this word. Amen. This word at the feet of Jesus Christ. Amen. What God had given Adam and Eve, they lost it. Amen. What God had given King Saul, he lost it. We looked at these examples two, three weeks ago. What God, amen, what, how Lucifer, the reason why he was created and what Lucifer, the place that Lucifer had, being one of the archangels, he lost his place because of sin and because of disobedience. This is the curse of sin. But I thank God Jesus came to make a difference. Hallelujah. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Amen. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This is a refreshing. When you read this, I think it's in Acts chapter 3. Praise God. The definition that we have. Praise God. What has been uh, given us. Praise God. As far as what is good for my soul. The refreshing praise God. Which belongs to the children of God. Hallelujah. Amen. In Luke chapter 4, I quote often the beginning of that chapter where Jesus on the defense, amen, Satan came around. Well, if you be, you know, who you say you are or who God says he, you are, or if you say that you are the son of God, you read a little longer. We know, amen, I've given this example before. Read a little longer, a little further into the chapter where Jesus Christ, amen, the, the devil, he had to, he had to try, well, he, he was trying, amen, but he had to put a stop, amen, to what was about to come, amen. So you read, say, why, why was the devil trying to stop Jesus? Well, because you keep reading in that chapter, in Luke chapter 4, if you read, amen, where the devil took his leave, it is written, it is written, it is written, amen. Find Luke 4, and I'm going to read a couple of verses for you in that chapter, a little further on in the chapter. In Luke chapter 4, the devil takes his leave, and we get down to, um, um, and there was, verse 17, and there was delivered unto him, this is Jesus Christ, and there was delivered unto him a book. Someone say, the book. Hallelujah. Amen. What, what, what's in my hands? Amen. I got the book. Praise God. Amen. So they gave him the book. And Jesus knew what to do with the book. What did Jesus do? Luke chapter 4, verse 17. Amen. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, or Isaiah, when you read it, being translated. Isaiah being translated from the Hebrew. Isaiah being translated from the Greek. And when he had opened the book... This is the example that Jesus Christ has given you and I. The book is not closed. Amen. The book is opened. Hallelujah. The book closed, it does nothing for you. It doesn't work. 
Amen. But the book open. Amen. Who opened the book? Jesus. Some of you sit there and say, man, I read that before. I don't need to open. No, I don't need to read that. Open the book. Jesus Christ, amen, not only did he read this before, he is the word. Amen. So he didn't have to read it. He is the word. So he doesn't go, oh, yeah, before I am the word, I don't need to open nothing. No, you need to open the book. Jesus opened the book and he read. Amen. When he opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are captive. Amen. Are you reading with me? Amen. To set at liberty them that are bruised, rather. Amen. To preach the acceptable year. Hallelujah. Amen. Of the Lord. The year of grace. The acceptable year. Praise God. And I thank God that's where you and I can be found today. Praise God. Under this preaching. Hallelujah. Praise God. Last week, I'm trying to think of where I should start. I'm going to start where we left off last week in John chapter 14. Share this link. I'm getting ready to preach. Get your Bibles. Open your Bibles just like Jesus did. Hallelujah. John chapter 14, verse 30. Praise God. Amen. Welcome, my brothers and sisters. Welcome, everyone listening. Praise God. Praise His holy name. So find John chapter 14, and thanks so much for joining with us. This is where we left off last week, and I want to read the, um, the a key text, a key passage where Jesus said, to his teaching his disciples, he says, Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh, and, and these last four words, the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. Someone say, nothing in me. Amen. The devil's got nothing. Amen. He's got nothing going on. He's got nothing in me. Praise God. Is that possible? Well, yes, it is. Listen, if Jesus said it. Praise God. And there's some things that are going to be connected this week, and I want to make sure that you, um, that we make this connection. So as we go into different passages of the scriptures, you're going to see how things will connect to what we read last week and to what we're reading this week. Praise God. Jesus said in John 14, verse 31, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, as God says, do as God says, thou shalt or thou shalt not, as God gives commandments, even so I do. So underline those four words. Amen. So how do you stay out of trouble? How do you avoid the curse? Amen. You do what the Father wants you to do. You do what the Father has commanded you to do. Amen. Jesus, is, his sermon comes to a close, and he says, get up. He says, arise. Let's get out of here. He says, let us go hence. That's John chapter 14, verses 30 and 31. My subtitle this week is, No Place for the Devil. Jesus said, he's got nothing in me. Amen. I want you to say and read with, read those few words. Praise God. Nothing in me. Proverbs chapter 13. Praise God. That's where we left off last week. Now we start. The curse of sin 10. No place. 
for the devil. Good to see you, my brother John, my sister Linda. Thanks so much for joining with us just south of the lake. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 21, still under the general title of the curse of sin. So I read verse 21, Proverbs 13, evil pursueth I don't know, maybe, maybe I should just pray and just turn the page. How about if we turn the page? Hey, this is, this is the curse of sin number 10. So we've been turning lots of pages and we've been reading lots of passages. I don't care where you read. I mean, if you're reading, even from the Bible, there's no escape. Amen. We are receiving truth as it is written. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone, someone say, as it is written. Amen. This is truth. So I, I may as well finish. It says, man shall live by every word. So here comes every word. Proverbs 13, verse 21. Amen. Torville family, greetings. Praise God. Thank you so much, my sister, my brother, for joining with us. Good to have you with us. I appreciate. I love you all. Praise God. Evil pursueth Sinners. Amen. This is Bible as it is written. I'll finish the verse. But to the righteous. Well, so now we have a, a different category of people. We have sinners and then we have righteous. Now, I know some people don't believe this. But again, who told you that? Because that, as I read it, as it is written, amen, it says, evil pursueth sinners. This is the curse of sin. But to the righteous, good shall be repaid. Amen. I don't know what's following you, but when you read the last verse in Psalm chapter 23, or is it verse 5 or verse 6, it says, surely, hallelujah, Goodness and mercy shall follow me. Amen. When I look over my shoulder, I'm not being pursued by some malignant factor or by COVID or by some variant or by plus or whatever. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy followeth after me. Amen. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever. Praise God. This is the promise that children of God have. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise God. Amen. You want to live in sin? You want to be broken down all the time? Amen. Well, then you live under the curse. Amen. This is how Adam and Eve were given their, they were, you know, their sending away party. God showed up. He says, Adam, from now on, when you grow your carrots and when you grow your beets, you're going to be wiping the sweat off your brow. It's going to be tough out there. Amen. Because you won't be living in my garden anymore, a garden which I created with an abundance, praise God. Amen. Now you'll be told to leave. Now you're being asked, I mean, you're being escorted out of this place, and you're going to end up in a different place, and it's not going to be a very nice place to be. But so it happened because of their disobedience. Because of the curse 
of sand. God, I thought you said I'd never lose a battle. This was Joshua's cry in chapter 7. God, where are you, God? Well, that's it. Where'd you go, God? Amen. Because sin entered the camp, God exited the camp. Amen. This is Bible. Yeah, no, when the walls were 12 feet thick, and I don't know how high they were, and they were following as the Lord commanded, Joshua did. And all the people of God did. When they walked around the walls of Jericho, they weren't walking in sin. They were walking after the commandment of God. They were walking after the Spirit of God. And everything went well. Everything went according to God's plan. When God says, make a bunch of noise on the seventh day, on the seventh day, on the seventh, on the seventh day, on the seventh time around, the walls came down. So now the second combat or the second battle that they enter in, Joshua was saying, that ain't no sweat. If you can take Jericho, you can take anything. Amen. You're taking the, the best, the, the strongest, the undefeatable walls of Jericho. Amen. Until they encountered the God, hallelujah, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob with the obedience of God's people. Amen. But now they're facing a different conquest. But there is sin that has entered into the camp, and God exited. Sin entered, God exits. Same thing with your life. Doesn't matter what type of battle you're going through or what your circumstances may be. Sin enters, God exits. It's scriptural, it's clear. Amen. If I'm the bearer of bad news, Turn it into good news and say, okay, is there a way out? Yes, there is. His name is Jesus. Amen. He has come to make us free from sin. He has come to make sure that sin will no longer have dominion over you. Amen. Over you. And I thank God today. Amen. This is what changes our, our prospect. This is what changes our perspective. This is what changes our direction because of who Jesus is. Amen. In him. Jump into the New Testament in Ephesians chapter 4. Someone say, in Christ. Now, this is the connection I was speaking about. Some things we have to connect together. I've read some verses and some teaching, but this is all going to come together today. In Ephesians chapter 4, we read one verse last week, verse 27. And I like how we are going to read about the old and the new. We read some Old Testament and gave you some Old Testament examples, but now we come into the new, the old and the new. And we're going to see here in this chapter, there is talk about the old and the new. Last week we read verse 27, Ephesians chapter 4, neither give place to the devil. Hallelujah. That's where I get my subtitle from. Praise his holy name. Someone say, no place for the devil. Amen. No place for the devil. Well, let me tell you, no place for the devil. Well, this is what God said, but if you, no place for the devil. As soon as Eve gave place to the devil, it was downhill from there. Amen. And I don't plan on going down. I plan on going up. Amen. But as soon as Eve gave place and then she went home, you know, she became a transporter of the, of the corrupt gospel. 
And the Bible says that Eve was deceived, but Adam sinned. And because of one first Adam or the one man that sinned, sin entered into this world because of Adam. Because of what Eve brought home. She gave place for the devil. She gave the devil a, a, a hold, something that he was able to grasp, something that he was able to hang on to and just work his subtle, deceptive, seductive, evil, separating, cursed way into her heart and into her mind. And they lost what God had given them. So when Paul writes, this is New Testament now, where he says, neither give place to the devil. Because there's people who believe that this can't be done. There's people who believe when, 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 when Jesus said, amen, that here comes the prince of this air. Here comes the prince of this world, but he has nothing in me. Hallelujah. If Jesus was able to say that, Amen. Jesus is not standing beside me. Jesus is in me today. And I thank God today that his testimony, the living witness that Jesus was, praise God, has become my testimony, has become my words today because Jesus lives in me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Someone say amen. This is what makes the difference. They come and tell you otherwise. Sorry, let me tell you about Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Let me tell you about Jesus who came to make a difference. Hallelujah. Amen. Now back up, same chapter, Ephesians 4, run up to verse 20. I'm going to read from verse 20 down to verse 27. Last week we only read that one verse. This week we're going to start reading from verse 20. Ephesians 4, verse 20. Share this link. You'll help me preach. Help me evangelize. So, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. Listen. But ye have not so learned Christ. What did God ask Adam and Eve? Who told you that? Where'd that teaching come from? Where'd that false doctrine, where'd that perverted doctrine come from? Amen. Paul here is facing, you know, the same crisis, if you would, as we look at this issue. He says, this is not what you have learned. Amen. When you learn, amen, when you know who Jesus is, Amen. Remember what I read, what Jesus read, what Jesus read from Isaiah 61, what I read from Luke chapter 4. This is who Jesus is. This is what makes the difference in your life at home. This is what makes the difference. I'm not giving you a religion. I am telling you, I am showing you the life which Jesus Christ has come to give us through his word. Jesus Christ said, I've come to give you life. Hallelujah. you. Someone say, give me life. Amen. God says, choose life and live. Amen. So when you ask, when you make that choice, say, God, I want life. Amen. God gives you that life and God tells you, now you know what? Go and live. Praise God. Sin is followed by death. You want to die? Just keep sin. Don't do anything. Keep sinning. We're all born short of the glory of God. We're all born in sin, the Bible teaches us. So if you do nothing, you just live and die. Jesus said, marvel not that I say unto thee that you must be born again. 
So when you make that choice, amen, when you read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he shall be a new creature. If any person in Christ, amen, be in Christ, they are a new creature. Old things are passed away. Amen. Behold, all things become new. And you read verse 18, it says, we are talking about the things which be of God. Amen. Satan has nothing in me. There's nothing in me that belongs to the devil. Think about it. Amen. If old things have passed, I'm not talking the way I was born because we were all born one way. We all came born, amen, out of a curse because the womb of Eve was cursed. The first mother, the first woman, the first mother, that womb was cursed. And genetically, in your DNA, that curse has just followed us all throughout. It just gets passed on to one generation, to the next, and to the next, and to the next. Amen. That's why when Jesus Christ came, sorry, Joseph, you had nothing to do with it. Amen. The woman said, let it be according to thy word. And all of a sudden, uh-oh, something started to grow. Amen. It wasn't the seed of a man. It was the seed. It was the seed, capital S, the word, which was pronounced, which was spoken. Amen. That's why it's important to read as it is written. Forget about what anybody else tells you. You need to read. Get your Bibles. Read. Amen. Jesus opened the book, so open your book. Read. Amen. And when Jesus was done, I should have read a little further. I'm going to get back to Ephesians 4, but I'm going to jump right back into Luke chapter 4. should have read a little further. Amen. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord, verse 20, it says, And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and he sat down, and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue, they were fastened on him. And he says, I am not finished my sermon. I'm just getting started. In verse 21, he says, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. That's what I've come to do, so I'm going to do what I've come to do. Amen. That day, Jesus became a doer. Jesus was not only just a reader. He just didn't open the book and read the book and then close the book, and then he went to sit down. Amen. Jesus went back. He sat down. And he says, oh, yeah, one more thing. Today, I'm not just a reader. Today, I'm not just a hearer, but today, I become a doer. This day, someone say today day. This day is the day of salvation. This is the day. I don't know how some of you can keep putting this off. I don't know how some of you are still alive. It's a good thing you still are alive. Amen. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad you're here. But you keep putting it off and you keep putting it off and you keep putting it off. And I put it off yesterday and I'm still here today. Well, can't promise you tomorrow. I'm glad you're here today. Welcome. 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 Glad you're here. Don't put it off. Today is the day. Amen. Today is that day. Jesus says, this day. Amen. Then if you keep reading this, that's when they say, oh, what a, such a nice reader. Carpenter's son. Ooh. But when Jesus said this day, they, I'll read it the way it goes. Let me go back to Luke chapter 4. I lost my marker, so I'm turning the pages. Verse 20. Um, and all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, 
is not this Joseph's son, the carpenter's son? And he says unto them, Ye will surely say unto me this proverb. Jesus begins to prophesy, Physician, heal thyself whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, so do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, No prophet is accepted in his own country, but I tell you of a truth, many, uh, listen, many widows... Jesus is teaching inside, this is inside his own church, and this is, this is his gospel because he is the gospel. Amen. And listen, amen, Jesus begins to expose the truth, and he says, now there were many, many widows in Israel in the days of Elisha when the heaven was shut up in three years and six months, for three years and six months, and there was a great famine that was throughout all the land, but unto none of them was Elias, Elias the, the, the prophet, the man of God was sent, but he was sent outside of the house of Israel into a city of Sidon unto a woman that was of a widow. And Jesus, I mean, he's not reading now. He does not need to read. Jesus is the word. Amen. He is able to recite. He is able to quote. Amen. And he says, now there were also many lepers in Israel in the time of Elias and the prophet, and none of them were cleansed, saving Naaman, who wasn't an Israelite, Naaman, who didn't belong to the children of Israel, Naaman, who had no, no genetic ties to Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob, Naaman, but who, Naaman was obedient to the prophet of God, and all they in the synagogue, when they heard this, they were filled with wrath. Amen. When they thought that what he had read was gracious, he should have stopped there. But Jesus said, this day, this day it shall be done. And unfortunately, I know what's about to take place. It's not going to be done amongst you. Amen. I'm going to have to walk out of this place or I'm going to, you know, be impolitely told to leave. Amen. As you keep reading. And they rose up and they threw him out. Why? He didn't say anything wrong. He was just quoting the facts. Amen. But what gets the devil angry is when you stand there and say, hey, I am a doer. Say it. Well, I don't want to get the devil angry. Well, just by saying the name of Jesus, it gets him riled up. They tremble. Uh-oh. So when Jesus sat there and says, today... Someone say today. Hey, Matt. Some of you, if you're listening for the first time, say, well, man, you're not giving me much of a choice. Well, I'm reading the scriptures. Trust you have your Bible so you can read with me. We're going to go back into Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 20 says, now, he says, this is not how you have been taught all about Jesus. And we just read Luke chapter 4. We're reading about Jesus. We're being taught about Jesus. Someone say Jesus. We're learning. Now, when you learn about Jesus directly from the Word of God, that's a good thing. Amen. When you learn about Jesus or Scripture or prophecy or, you know, theology, if you would, or religion from... I mean, who told you that? People come to me, tell me something. Where'd you get that from? I mean, who told you that? Amen. Because I spend my time in the scriptures. Because I spend my time reading what thus saith the Lord. That's who told me this. Amen. 
If someone comes to me and says, who told you that? Thus saith the Lord. I just read it. Straight out, straight from his mouth. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Ephesians chapter 4. I think we'll be in Ephesians 4 for a little while, so. From one page to the next. But God is good. Hallelujah. I thank God for that blessing that we have. Share this link. Amen. Praise God. Help me preach. Good to see you, Barry. Thank God for joining with us. Hallelujah. Let's continue the, through the word of God. Hold on for a sec. You want to take this or? Talking about the thief. It's probably just a false alarm, so just find out what's going on. My phone is off, but the alarm company knows how to get through when they need to get through. So pray for peace in my house. In Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard. There's some conditions here. Now, I know some people that say, well, God's an unconditional God. Who told you that? Amen. Well, I in Sunday school, or no, read it. If, that's a condition. This is God's word. God's word has a few ifs and a few buts, a few conditions. If so be that ye have heard him. That's why I preach Jesus Christ and him crucified so that you can hear him. When I read the word of God, as it is written, you hear him. Are you, do you hear me? Do you have ears to, that are open to hear Amen. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him. Amen. So this is not just off the cuff. This is not just something that, you know, from vain imaginations or some philosophy put together will if and so be and then they're therein for. Amen. This is the word of God. This is not some self-help guru that's telling you how to not to mistreat your dog and how to be nice to your wife and how to be good to the kids and such. There's enough of that in this world. How to say something and get rich and how to say, do whatever. There's all that. We, we need, what men and women need today is the anointed preaching of the word of God. Amen. It is the spirit of God to be able to look up from whence cometh my help. Amen. Not just some good saying and something that you write down or post or whatever. Amen. The, the, we, the anointing of God by the Holy Ghost, praise God, that we have. Amen. When Peter began filled, not only just Peter, but all the other 119 in that upper room. When they began filled with the Holy Ghost, there was a word, there was an, an anointed, there was a gospel that came out of his mouth that set at liberty the captives. Amen. That set free the sinners. Praise God. That was followed by signs and wondering. And this is what we need today is the anointed preaching of the word of God. This is what is going to help you. This is what is going to change a man. This is what is going to change a woman. This is what is going to make a difference in your life. Amen. Not just some kind words or some nice words. How Jesus was when he had to take some rope and make a whip. This is what he did. When he was, had to sit down and multiply loaves and multiply the fish. Amen. Told his disciples, he says, what do you got? Oh, we don't have enough. Oh, well, I guess that, that means I need to step up. I need to do something. Amen. Peter could have said, the disciples could have said, yeah, we have enough. Let's break and hand it out. 
Amen. But Jesus had to pray. Thank God for Jesus in the desert. Thank God for Jesus in the midst of the storm. Praise God. Thank God for Jesus laying in the boat while the waves were as high as they were. Amen. This is being taught. This is having heard him and being taught by him. Amen. As the truth, I'm reading Ephesians 4, verse 21. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. Someone say in. Um, this is part of the, this is the beginning of what we're going to connect. The truth is in Jesus. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. So there's the old. We're going to get to the new. The old man is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that ye put on the new man. So there's the old and there's the new. We read in Proverbs 13 of what follows the sinners, and the recompense, if you would, or the reward of the righteous. So you have sinners, you have righteous. You got an old man, and ladies, I'm going to bring you in on this. You've got the old woman, and you have the new man or the new woman in verse 24. The old is in verse 22. Verse 24 is the new. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created... Now we're coming down, amen, into, I don't want to call it a secret because it's not a secret, but this is where things begin to get sorted out, if you would. That you put on the new man, amen, you become a new person, if any man be, don't forget, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, any person, any man, any woman be in Christ, someone say, in Christ. As the truth is, in Jesus Christ. We just read verse 21, Ephesians 4. Now verse 25, it says, in that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So read the second part of this verse, which says, which after God is created, God being the creator, being formed, amen, after God, not after religion, not after the ways or the traditions of men and women, but formed within the hands of God, formed within, amen, the hands of the Father. Jesus said, where ye shall be and no man will pluck you out, but God, amen, give God the liberty, give God, amen, the full, uh, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, the full, um, uh, don't, don't, don't run up against God when God comes and wants to make you and form you and create you into, into a, a vessel of honor. Give God the full liberty to do as he pleases. We know what the will of God is. Amen. It is the will of God, even your sanctification. We read this. This is how this teaching started three, four weeks ago. So we know what the desire of God is, and God's desire is for my good. God's desire is for your good. 
Amen. God's not out there to destroy you. God is not slack concerning his promise. For it is the will of God that no person shall perish. Amen. This is what Peter made clear in his epistle. Praise God. And I thank God as, as we wait for that coming day of the Lord, as we, go, as we draw nigh and as we get closer, the hand of God is working in my life. The hand of God is working in your life, making a difference unto the glory and unto the blessings which God has promised us. Praise God. Amen. This is what I see in the scriptures. This is what belongs to you and I. Not the curse. Not being followed by the curse. I'm being cursed again. I'm being followed. I'm being what is going on here. Amen. When you get rid of sin, you get God in place. Amen. Do away with sin. Amen. As I mentioned, sin entered the camp. God exited. Amen. When Joshua dealt with the sin and dealt with the way accordingly as God had said, amen, sin exited, God came back into the picture. Amen. You want God in your picture? Amen. You want God in your life? Hallelujah. It's time that we receive what God has. Amen. God's gift for you is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. This is God's gift for you today. Hallelujah. This comes from the reading of the word. Amen. From thus saith the Lord, as it is written, it is written, it is written. This is what we're reading today. Amen. Which after God is created in righteousness, the righteousness of God and true holiness. Wherefore, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Wherefore, putting away lying... Speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Underline those two words, if you would. Is it possible? Well, Paul is saying it. Jesus said it. He says, go and sin no more. That's a worse thing. Uh-oh. If I'm going to play around with sin... Amen. Look over your shoulder. What's following you? Evil. Amen. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. And then we get to verse 27. Neither give place to the devil. Amen. Verse 20, the truth in Jesus. Someone say, in Jesus. Amen. Now we're going to connect. I want you to connect in 1 John chapter 3. Thank you so much for joining, for spending your time with us. Someone say, in Jesus. Let's make some connections. Verse 5, 1 John 3, verse 5. And ye know, oh, Ephesians says, that's not what you learned. That's how Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus. So now today, after listening to me for one hour, what do you know? Now, I'm not looking for any glory. All I've been doing is reading God's word. So all the glory goes to God. Amen? Because that's what I'm reading. 
So Paul says, this is not what you've heard. This is not what you've learned. If you're, gonna, if you're going to learn, if you're going to know Jesus Christ and him crucified the way he is, I mean, literally and spiritually as it is written, let's find out. So now John writes, he says, and ye know. Someone say, I know. From this point, from this day forward, you know. Amen. Thank God for the teacher. Now I know. Amen. Praise his holy name. So John says, and ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins. So did Jesus come for nothing? The devil is a liar. Amen. If God manifested himself in the flesh and Jesus was there with his disciples, Jesus was amongst us for a few years on this earth, what did he come to do? Well, Isaiah 61 was prophesied what he came to do. He came to do these things. He went the acceptable, praise God, thank God for this day, the acceptable year, the blessing, the year of blessing that we have. And now John, here he writes, and we've looked at other scriptures in this chapter last week, the week before. Someone say, in Jesus. Now you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. Someone say, our sins. Someone say, my sins. Hallelujah. And the last four or five words in this verse, the second half, I'm reading 1 John, the, the first epistle of John, not the book of John, near the end of your Bible. 1 John 3, verse 5. I want everyone to say it out loud. I don't hear you at home, but I, I want you to say it. And in him is no sin. Someone say, in him. In him is no sin. Now we read that as the truth is in Jesus, and in him is no sin. What do you want me to connect? Connect with what we read last week, John chapter 15. Every branch in me, I mean, this is Jesus teaching his disciples. I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man, John 15, verse 1. And every branch in me, well, every branch in me, but in, in him is no sin. So is sinning branches in him? Are branches that sin in him? In him is no sin. Every branch in me, are ye a branch? Jesus says, I am the true vine, my father is a husband, and you're the branches. Now, every branch in me, this is how it all gets connected. Amen. Where does it connect? In Jesus. And that's where this connection is being made. If you're a branch, and if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Old things are passed away, and I'm talking about the things which are of God. Again, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 and 18. Now I'm reading John 15. Amen. And we get into the first book of John, chapter 3, verse 5. It says, and you know that he was manifested to take away sins. He needs to take away the sin because in him is no sin. So before you get in him, before the branch is in him, 
The sin has to be taken away. This is why blood was shed. This is why Jesus Christ went to the cross. This is why his flesh was abused and was beaten upon and spit upon. And they plucked his hair. They plucked his beard off his, out of his skin. And they, they opened up his, his side where the blood mixed with the water was poured out. This is why Jesus to take away, for he came to take away the sins of this world. This is what the, was prophesied. And this is what Jesus accomplished for you and I today. Amen. Every branch that is in me that beareth not fruit, the father, the husbandman, takes the branch away. Amen. Listen carefully. John 15. Amen. Except you abide, Jesus says, in me. Will you come along, amen, and be found unpleasing to the father, to the husbandman? He does a little more than just purging. He does some cutting. The axe lieth at the root. Because what is attached, when you read Ephesians chapter 5, when Jesus Christ will present unto his Father his church, uh, that church shall be a church that is glorious. That church shall be a church without spot and without wrinkle. Hallelujah. So there's a cleansing that is to be done. An atonement. A redemption for our sins which Jesus Christ was able to produce by doing the will. He says, as my Father commands me, that's what I do. Not my will, but thy will be done. This is how Jesus prayed. Jesus said, you need to abide in me. If you don't abide in me, you won't be bearing fruit. That's verse 4 in John 15. I do not want to be taken away. And end up living in the curse or under the curse of sin. Father, husbandman, amen. I don't know if you found verse chapter 15 in John. I am, this is Jesus speaking to you and I today. Read it with me, please. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. He, the father, the father husbandman, taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth, someone say, more fruit. Amen. From glory to glory. Hallelujah. Now ye are clean. We read this verse probably two, three weeks ago. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. That's why I said today all this gets connected. Someone say, in Jesus Christ. At home say, in Christ. Where is that connection? In Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A difference can be made in your life today, my brothers and sisters, my friends listening to me. Jesus said in verse 4, John 15, he says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit 
of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide. Are you reading with me? Except ye abide. What did Jesus say? In me. Amen. Say it. In Jesus. In Christ. Jesus said you need to abide in me. Well, we just read in him is 1 John 3, 5. Now you know that he was manifested to take away the sins and in him. If you plan on making your habitation, your abode, your Amen. In Jesus Christ, there's only one way that you are able to abide. And I thank God today. Praise God that Jesus Christ makes that way available for you and I. Amen. And ye know, this is what we are learning. Amen. Of Jesus Christ today. This is what we are learning of the scriptures today. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I want to pray with every one of you. Pray with you. I want to pray for you. So that a difference can be made and will be made in your lives from this day forward. When I read, I'm going to read the proverb as I started this teaching, the proverb says that evil, amen, you look over your shoulder and say, man, I got nothing to show for nothing. I've worked hard all my life. I've sweat, broken homes, broken families. I got a broken ATM because I ain't got no balance in it. Broken down car. Amen. And the reason, the reason is, when I read this, the difference that God is for you and I today is how God is towards his son and his daughter. The branches that are abiding in him. Someone say, in him. Amen. Not attached to the things of this world, but attached to what's in your hands today. Day and night. Amen. Not just, I mean, just don't sit there and say, well, I went to church. I listened to the pastor preaching for an hour, and he was yelling at somebody for most of that time. Don't know who he's yelling at, but. And then you close the book, and, and don't do anything about it. Amen. I thank God. You know, your offerings are sent into God's house. Your tithes make it into the treasury. You're out there testifying, you know, to your employees, to your neighbors, your family. And I thank God for all of you that are doing this. If, if you look into, you know, take into account saying, well, perhaps I've, I've fallen short in this area. You can make up for it. Because God has not left us on our own. Amen. God has provided for you and I. 
And I thank God today that as I draw from this well, as I draw from the infinite resources which, which come from God, amen, I'm not somebody who is going to run out. Amen. I'm not somebody who's going to be found. Amen. When the man of God went to this woman and Jesus made referral, we read this already, but I'll go into some more details. When Elisha, the man of God, went to this woman, he wasn't sitting there in his selfishness saying, you cook me your last meal. I mean, Elisha says, I want you to go in and make me a cake. Give me something to drink. Because when you put all this together and you walk in obedience to the man of God, to the prophet of God, amen, he says you're the vessel, the cruise of oil, that vessel that you need, that substance, you need a substance within that vessel. That vessel, amen, I'm not going to fill it up. I'm just going to make sure this is God speaking through his man, through the prophet. He says it's not going to be filled. I'm going to make sure that vessel will never run dry. I'm going to make sure that that vessel will not run out. I mean, God could have filled it up. And she'd have cooked one meal, two meals, three meals, four meals. Uh-oh, now there's none left. Fill my cup, Lord. Amen. But the prophet, the man of God says, he says, you do this. And he says, in your vessel, as long as there is a famine. If you can't get it from the grocery store. You can't get it from the, from the store down the street. The corner store. There, I'm trying to think of the name. You can't get it from the corner store. You're going to get it from God. Amen. And we're living in these times, in, these, in this day and age. And I thank God as we continue, even this woman in obedience to the man of God, she says, well, what about my son? Amen. There is substance for your son. God is not going to run out. The vessel doesn't run dry. Hallelujah. Amen. And I thank God today not to be serving God in fear, not to be serving God in anxiety, not to be serving God based on the economic projections of this world, but to be serving God, amen, based upon what he has written, what he has said in his word. And I thank God today, praise God, as I'm able to stand upon what thus saith the Lord. God is faithful. God says, not only am I able to speak, God says, I am able to perform. And I thank God today that we serve a God who is a performing God. We serve a God who is honorable, faithful, amen, to his word. It's up to you and I, amen, to find out what there is to be found out. Amen. He said, this is not how you've learned Christ. Find out about Jesus Christ. Begin to read the Gospels. Begin to be able to quote, amen, certain passages and certain scriptures. When the devil comes before you, it is written, it is written, it is written. I am not defeated. Amen, devil, if you don't flee, you're going to end up under my feet. It's your choice. You either take off, you either back off and back out, or with the serpents and the scorpions, you join under my feet. This is the power which God has given you and I. This is the power that allows us to stay on his word. This is the power that allows us to be victorious today. This is what will bring us and keep us out of the curse of sin. Praise God. Hallelujah. God will be with us. The walls of Jericho, I don't care if they're 12 feet thick or if they're 12 meters thick, the walls of Jericho will come down. I don't care how high Goliath is, Goliath will fall. Amen. All you need to do is put the word out. Praise God. David, he began to wind up. Amen. He started winding up. And he says, I'm going to take care of you. And I'm going to take your sword. And I'm going to cut your head off. And once I take your sword and cut your head off, I'm going to deal with the men standing behind you. Amen. And God honored him. Hallelujah. God honored his anointing. Amen. Because he put the word forth. Praise God. Not by my spirit. 
Amen. Rather not by my strength, not by my force, not by whatever weapons that my king is trying to give me. Amen. But he says, by my spirit, thy seer the Lord. Amen. Not by might, not by power. That's how the scripture goes. But you're saying, well, I wonder what power was he talking about? Well, he showed up. Here, try some of this arm. Try this shield. Try this armor. Try this. Amen. Whatever, whatever you got. Amen. David says, I know what I got. It's taking care of the bear. It's taking care of the lion. And this uncircumcised giant, this uncircumcised heathen that's making a mockery, standing there laughing at God, God will knock him down. Praise God. Amen. And that devil will be taken care of. So today, praise God. Amen. Everyone listening to me today, day. We can make a choice. We can come to God, amen, and say, God, here I am. Make me, praise God, who you want me to be. Praise God, amen, a sign and a wonder in this world. A peculiar person, praise God. Amen. I may be a stranger. Amen. It's what they tell you. Say, you're awfully strange. Well, thank you for confirming the word of God. Amen. Don't be insulted. Young people, listen. School is about to start. I'm going to pray in a few minutes, especially for our young people. This is the week when school starts. I'm going to bless our young people. And some of you starting high school for first time around or preschool or what doesn't matter. Man, the young people, they're going into, into the wild. Amen. And when they look at you, say, well, you're awfully strange. Well, thank you for confirming the word of God, because I am a stranger in this land. Amen. I am a pilgrim. Praise God. You don't belong. That's right. That is correct. Amen. Because I'm not here. Amen. Setting up camp. I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So when they look at you, amen, know that you are peculiar. Yes, I am, because that's the way God made me. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to be how God wants me to be. I want to be how God wants to make me. Praise God. Amen. He is the creator. Let God create. Amen. Let God create in your life today. Let God shape you and mold you. Hallelujah. Into a being, into a vessel which is unto honor. Let God shape you and mold you and create you by the, amen, by the power which is in his hands. Praise God. Be found in the hands of God today. Jesus says, and no, amen, no devil, no demon, no man, no woman shall pluck you out of the hands of God. Allow God to do a work. Praise God. In you. Hallelujah. And in Jesus Christ today, this is what's going to make a difference. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. And I want to pray this prayer. Praise God. Not forgetting our young people. I want to pray this prayer today that's going to be a difference. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's no more. Amen. We're not going to be held back uh, any longer. Praise God. Some of you have started your, amen, your own businesses and your companies. Amen. They're two, three years old. They're two, three months old. Hallelujah. And God, praise God. When the, when, when, when the economists say one thing, amen, I thank God that this is the report that I believe. Amen. What report? Amen. This is the report. The man of God, the prophet, was able to stand and say, whose report? Praise God. Shall I believe? Whose report? Amen. Will I take the heart? today, praise God. Amen. Remind me, hallelujah, of the words of my promise. Praise God. And command ye me the work of my hand. Praise God. And ye shall see, amen, the Lord doing a work in your life. Ye shall see the hand of God. Amen. Being performed. Amen. You see the performance of God in your life today. Praise God. This is what I speak. Amen. And declare into your lives today. Praise God. Amen. Prophesy it as well in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Lives are being changed change today. Hallelujah. By the Spirit of the living God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now to be in Christ, there is no sin, as we have read. So that's your first step. If you need to repent, I'm going to pray. Time to decide. Hallelujah.
60 seconds. I'm going to pray. Don't put this off. Don't put this off. In him. Hallelujah. Someone say, in him. In Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Repent of your sins. If you're on the outside and you want to be found in Christ, repent. Heavenly Father, someone coming to God right now as a sinner repenting. Change their ways. Be born again. Confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's not too late. Today is the day. And as they come forward to make this decision, today is that day. Maybe the first time they heard preaching like this, the anointing will break the yoke. Break the bondage of sin in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Be free in the name of Jesus. Come against the perversions and the addictions that the flesh is entangled. But stand fast in the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has made you free. For the law of the spirit of life has made you free from the law of sin and death. Be free today in the name of Jesus. Ask God for forgiveness. The Bible says he will forgive. Not only will he forgive, but he will forget. Lord, I thank you for it. It's your word. As I claim this promise in the lives of those listening today. Sinner, if I were you, I'd make a change. Hallelujah. Come to God today. Make Jesus Lord and Savior. It's not too late. You're still breathing. You had half a breath left. Incumbent in other areas, portions of your body. You're running out. You're running out of body. You're running out of lungs. You're running out of breath. You're running out of strength. You're running out of years. Time today to turn to God for the salvation of your soul in Jesus Christ. Come against the strongholds, and I break them down now under the anointing of Jesus Christ. Every yoke is broken. Chains are broken apart in the name of Jesus. Set at liberty the captives today. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Now for my young brothers and sisters entering into school, high school, or college, or university, even the teachers, praise God. Hallelujah. My brother Benny, my sister's retired. She's not going back to school this year. Amen. Bless my sister, Nicole. Hallelujah. My brother Benny, praise God. Carrie, if you have a place. Amen. The teachers that are listening, praise God. Going into that system, praise God. No perversions, no addictions, no drugs, no alcohol. No nicotine. Amen. No sickness, no sorrow, no broken bones. I pray protection in the schoolyard, on the way to school, in the bus, at home. Pray for good teachers. In Jesus' name, protect the young brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. I bless them in such a way. Praise God. Amen. I bless them in such a way. My young brothers and sisters will be blessed. 
In Jesus' name, praise God. Be able to walk in with the boldness of Jesus Christ in them. Praise God. Make all the difference in our school system. Not ashamed to preach and to testify and say, hey, teacher, let me tell you about Jesus. Put the Big Bang, you know, theory and the monkey theory aside for a moment. Let me tell you about God, creator and maker of this universe. Praise God. Put the right words and hearts, not only in our young people, but in all of us. So when it comes time to be a witness, we will not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Praise God. I pray once again for that repentant soul, spirit of the living God, find your way into their life. May they fall in love with the word of God. Hallelujah. And live by every word which proceedeth out of your mouth. Praise God. Give them this love and this compassion today. In Jesus' name I pray. Lord, I thank God today for this opportunity once again to present Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. No one else, nowhere else, but from you, because you love the world that you gave your only begotten Son. Lord, I thank God for it today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Praise God. Thank you for this time that we have had, this time of your spirit, this time of the anointing, this time that we have come together where Jesus Christ was in our midst. Praise God. Thank God he came to take away sins. Thank God that we can be found in him. Not in this world. Not of it. Praise God. Running around, you know, on the surface of this planet, but hey, we're not involved. Today, from this day forth, we become involved with your word. Praise God. Hallelujah. To be in Christ. Hallelujah. Thank God for this message which we have received today. I pray that it will mightily bless every single person listening to it for the first time. As it repeats, we're listening to it over and over again. It's going to go on to the radio station tomorrow. Those tuning in to the radio from different parts of this world, they'll be blessed. Not living under the curse of sin, but able to make no place for the devil. And today we live the life which Jesus Christ has come to give each and every one of us today. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, I declare it and I decree it, and I call it done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. If you prayed this with me today, Jesus Christ came to take away the sins. Now, I know people have told you different things. We've been raised in different concepts and ideologies. It's time to pull out the Word of God. We read where Jesus opened, and he read... And as he sat down, he says, today, these things will be fulfilled. It says, I'm going to do it, so I'm going to do it. Amen. Jesus said, here comes the devil, and he says, he has nothing in me. And he says, so, so that you know that I love the Father, and the Father loves me. He says, whatever the Father commands me, he says, even so, I do. So become a doer this day. Today, as Jesus said, today, I become a doer. Well, they kicked him out of the synagogue. Yeah, it was... He couldn't do the works of the Father there anyways. Amen. He had to make his way out. That was prophesied. Praise God. Jesus knew what his mission was. All he did was speak the word. So fall in love with the word of God. If you have trouble getting a hold of a Bible, I'm here to help. This is where it starts. I thank God, amen, for the time which you have spent with me. My name is Lincoln. You're listening to That's the Truth. I love you all. Until the next time, do what Jesus said. The devil's got nothing in me. Whatever the Father commands me to do. I do. Become a doer of the word and be blessed. Living the life with Jesus Christ has come 
and has given us. We're not cursed under the curse of sin, praise God, but we are blessed with the righteousness of God, his holiness, praise God, and his blessings, praise God. When I think of everything, amen, of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, praise God. My soul cries out, hallelujah. Until the next time, praise God, be blessed. Thank you so much for listening. Praise God, I love you all. In Jesus' name I pray these things, amen and amen and amen. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth. That's the Truth.